0: Welcome back to Unleashing You. Today, I speak with one of my longtime friends, Jessica Bookman. Jess is a sales leader in the software security space, as well as a business owner with her husband, Max. They own their own jujitsu school, which I think is so cool. Jess is a mama to two amazing kiddos and a jujitsu coach for an all ladies class each week. In this conversation, Jess gets real and shares her struggles with being a new mom and finding herself again. She speaks to us about how she finds balance in her schedule and the work that it took to get there. Jess gives you practical tips that you can put in place today to help you find yourself again and how to find the strength in receiving help. I could have talked to Jess all day. Without further ado, let's jump in. Before we begin, I want to make sure that you have the Unleashing You retreat on your radar, because just the fact that you're tuning into this podcast means the Unleashing You retreat is right up your alley. The reason I created the Unleashing You retreat is because as women, we tend to look to everyone else for the answers. We somehow think that everyone else knows better than we do, when in reality, tapping into your own intuition is actually the key to living a happy and fulfilled life. And that's how I've created the career in life I have now and what will teach you how to do during this retreat. An inner shift like this will leave you with tools that you'll use for the rest of your life. This retreat is so much more than a girl's trip. This is a transformation. If I've piqued your interest, I want to personally invite you to join us in Steamboat Springs, Colorado on September 19th through the 22nd. During our time together, we will go through coaching workshops and other deep personal development activities that will uncover aspects of yourself You never even knew. Work like this would take months or years to do on your own, and we're gonna get you there in just a few short days. Not to mention, we'll be staying in a gorgeous mountain home, complete with a private chef, so you don't have to lift a finger. If you are ready for a pampering getaway where you can recharge your batteries and feed your soul, Send me a message on Instagram or visit acrprofessionalcoaching.com to learn more and reserve your spot. Spots are very limited, so do not wait. And I'll see you in the mountains. Now, let's get on to today's show. Welcome to Unleashing You. This podcast is your permission slip to create success your way. I'm your host, Amanda Riffy, a certified success coach and female business leader who has climbed her way up the corporate ladder. I've been through burnout and back and found the tools to bring fun and enjoyment to my career while creating powerful results and leading in a way that feels authentic to me. This show brings you conversations with women just like you who have created massive success for themselves and are doing it in their own way. We'll hear about their personal journeys of growing their career while still prioritizing the things they love most. If you are ready to be challenged and encouraged to reach your next level, then buckle up, sister, because the road to dreamy success begins here. Let's dive in. Jess. Thank you so much for being on Unleashing You. You and I go way, way back, and I am super excited to have you on today.
1: I am honored. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, of course. I feel like your story needs to get out there. You and I talk all the time, and I just know that you can be an inspiration to so many people. Thank you for that. Just really excited to have you on. Yeah, yeah, you know it. Okay, so. Let's get into just your career so far, because I know that's something that people are interested in. You have quite an impressive job right now. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about your responsibilities at work? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So I'm a regional sales leader for a software company. We sell cloud security software, and I have six direct reports, and I am in charge of the go-to-market strategy and the revenue acquisition for the South region. I also own a jujitsu school with my husband, and I coach a ladies-only class weekly. And I am also a mom of two beautiful little babies, a three-year-old and a five-year-old.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm so glad, number one, that you mentioned the jujitsu school, because that might be one of my favorite jobs that you have you're a business owner and now a coach as well. So I think that's just so amazing. And as you mentioned, you also have a husband and two little ones at home. So many of us can relate to having big jobs and balancing motherhood. So what was that transition like from the you know <laughs> full career into motherhood? Uh, it was hard and absolutely terrifying.
1: I have always been someone who was hyper-focused on my career, maybe at times a little too much where I kind of tied my worth to the success of my career. I always had to be the best. I always had to be the top. I'm always chasing big goals. I'm always looking for that next big thing. And I knew that motherhood was going to change that. I knew that it had to change that. I didn't know what it was going to look like because I hadn't done it before. And that's something you and I talk about. Before you become a mom, you know it's different and hard. You have no idea what it's going to do until you're in it. So it was terrifying. And for me, in sales, I was very worried about not wanting to take my full maternity leave. I remember telling my husband, like, how am I going to take 16 weeks off? And yes, I realized that is a very good policy for most people out there. So I was fortunate in that. And I still was like, I don't know how I'm going to take this full time. I can't be away from my job this long. What What is going to change? And then I had my daughter and my whole world changed. And I remember the week before maternity leave ended, I said, I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to go back to work. Uh, but I did. And I found a new balance between what's important to me how do I have my job? How do I still chase my goals and find myself while adding this new, exciting title to my resume of mom?
0: Yes. ah, oh, that's so good. And you explained so well, I feel, I mean, absolutely what I felt when I became a mom and went through, you know, it's just, it's a life changing thing and you are someone completely different on the other side. And even when we try to mentally prepare ourselves for that, you, you just, I couldn't. Right? Like right? It was just something I it's could impossible. not wrap my brain around <laughs> until I was there. Thank you for being honest in terms of, you know, the fact that the, it's, it's not easy to do. And you do have a really great balance today. So what inner work did you have to do to be able to find that? Yeah. Oh, that's
1: a great question because it was hard. It was really hard. And it's happened in stages. And I think that's a really important call out that it has changed for me over the years. I now have a three and five-year-old when I only had one child and she was a newborn. I didn't have that great a balance. I was going into the office. I was rushing to get home and then I'd be there for the witching hour and it was the worst part of her day. And then she'd go to bed and I would normally open my laptop and get right back to work. And I didn't have that great balance. And I started to recognize it. And I felt that mom guilt of I'm not doing enough at home. Then you obviously feel the other guilt of I'm not doing enough at work, if I'm at home. and that's when the burnout started happening. And so I did a few things. One, I started reaching out to people like yourself who had been there before and asking for help or even just talking about it because I think to not feel alone in it is a really big step, a really important step. Just know you're not alone. So reach out to people who have been there before. I had some phenomenal mentors that helped me think about, How my priorities needed to change. I could still have my goals at work. I could still get all my work done. And I could also put my family first. And I had mentors that not only talked to me about that and helped me stick to that path, but actually showed me through their own work that it's possible to be successful at work and be an amazing present parent. And honestly, I also have gone to therapy for a long time. And especially in those early days, I don't go as much anymore. Mainly, I just go for checkups when I need them. But especially in those early days, I went and talked to someone who was equipped to help me figure out this new version of my life and who I am and how do I get back to myself? Because I felt like I was trying to be everything to everyone else and I wasn't really focused on what makes me happy and how do I feel good every day that I'm showing up at work, that I'm showing up at home, that I'm showing up as a wife. And I'm showing up for myself, which always gets put on the back burner.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're right. Even when we list out all of our titles, the you part or the me part always <laughs> gets listed last. I don't know why always. we do this as women. <laughs> but you mentioned a couple other really important things. You mentioned number one, therapy. And I know looking back at myself as a brand new parent. I should have (laughs) been talking to a therapist. I do now, but it's one of those things that I know I could have had so many more tools at that time because, yeah, so I just feel like that's so important. The other thing that you mentioned was not only a support system which you know I had this the same thing I you know got close with a, a group of women because we were we were all new moms around the exact same time and I have lifelong friendships with a lot of them now but you also mentioned around mentors at work and being able to not only hear those messages from them but actually see that in action and see that representation that you know, you, you can really do all of those things. It doesn't mean that it's all perfectly in in balance. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that too, but being able to have representation of that. And just as you were talking, I was like, man, how cool is that? That now we are in that position to be those leaders and those mentors for women that are, maybe earlier in their career or maybe earlier in parenthood. And they can look to you and I and others to be able to continue to represent that.
1: Yeah. And one thing I would tell people, because I'm going to, or historically, I will say historically, we're working on it predominantly male space. I found allies. I didn't have a lot of female mentors, but look for the allies too. Because the mentors that I'm referencing are actually men. And they show up for their families and their families are invited to things and they put their families first and they would leave the office to go be at school events. So it doesn't just have to be women. And I am really proud of being able to mentor women who are earlier in their career, who are early to motherhood, trying to figure out this balance and how do you do it all? But look for the allies and men too, because they are some phenomenal resources.
0: Uh, That's so true and even when you talk about being a mentor you know obviously my audience is predominantly women but you know we can always flip the the stereotype or the society societal norms and the fact that men have a lot of pressure to feel like they have to be all in on their career and they have to you know really put all of that first and everything else has to come second so i think being able to mentor you know, everyone within the workforce, especially you know a new parent to be able to represent that is so important.
1: Absolutely. And as a sales leader, one of the things that I do is encourage my team, male or female, to take advantage of their full benefit of parental leave. It's weird in sales, the double standard of everyone expects mom to take the full maternity leave and then you're almost like shocked when dad takes the full parental leave and I'm in my mind it's a benefit that your company offers you should take advantage of it
0: you're never going to get that time back with your newborn absolutely absolutely and you know and families all look so different today right there's just so many different versions of families and i think it's just important for everyone to be able to have that time with with a new child absolutely so It's very, you mentioned this, it's very easy to lose ourselves when we are juggling things like motherhood and a career and partnership and friendship and all of those things. And so how have you really found yourself again as your kids are getting a little bit older?
1: Yeah, uh, boundaries and a lot of grace is what I have been practicing for a couple years now. Uh, when I started at my company, my current company, it's about two and a half years ago. My son wasn't even one yet. And my daughter was three. So still very much in the, the toddler phase with both of them. And day one, I went to my calendar and blocked family time. I blocked it in the morning when my husband three days a week is coaching in the morning. So I have the kids by myself in the mornings, three days a week. I went and blocked that time because I didn't want anyone to book over when I was going to be alone with my kids and me feel the stress of, okay, now how do I go let someone down at work, but I need to be mom right now. Day one, I put that on my calendar. Every day at 5pm, I blocked my calendar for two and a half hours for family time where I can go do dinner and bedtime with my kids and go and be present with them because I don't get to be during the day all that often. That is one thing that for me, I thought was really important. Twice a week, I actually at lunch go and work out and I have my calendar blocked for that. So that's my time. And then twice a week I actually ask for help. I know it's shocking, but I ask for help And I coach on Monday nights. And then I take jujitsu class on Wednesday nights. And so those nights I have someone else that handles the childcare and I take that time for me. So there's just lots of little things I do to protect my time and get back to what I care about and focusing on me to keep my sanity so that I can show up as a genuine sales leader. So I can show up as myself for my kids and a patient mother as much as I can be at bedtime.
0: Yeah. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I wanted to quickly interrupt to invite you to experience the power of coaching on demand. I've packaged up some of my favorite coaching tools and sharing access with you for free. Would you love to discover who you truly want to become 10 years from today or work through limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from your next level of success? Send me a message on Instagram or click the link in the show notes to access your free coaching tools. Your road to dreamy success begins here. Now back to the episode. You talk about blocking your calendar and I'm a huge advocate for that as well. I have, everything is on one calendar (laughs) for me. So it's work meetings, it's soccer practices, it's football practices, it's carpool, it's all the things is on the, you know, are on the calendar. A lot of times when I talk with leaders, they might have things on their calendar, but if it's not a true meeting it's really easy to just kind of push that to the side or be like, yeah, okay, I can do this. What are your thoughts on that? It
1: has to be something really important for my blocks to move. And for me personally, the blocks that I have on lunch twice a week, I don't actually put what I'm doing. I put do not book. I don't put ask to book. I don't leave it tentative. I put do not book. Now, if someone comes to me and says, this is the only time we can do this call. I really need you. Yes, I, I'm all in. I will do it. I'll move my block to another day. It's not that I won't do two lunch workouts that week. It's that I will move it to the next day when I have an opening. If my boss comes to me and says, hey, this is a really big meeting. <laughs> I need you on it. Yeah, I'm going to be there. But I will find a way to put it back on my calendar at another time. It might not be a lunch workout that week. It might have to be after whatever meeting I'm taking. But I think that's really important. And you need to treat that as sacred time. Because if you don't, then you're never going to reschedule it. You're never going to prioritize yourself. And if you're not prioritizing yourself, nobody else will. No one at work is going to respect it if they know that
0: you'll constantly move it or book over it. Yes. One of the things that I just took away from what you said is... You're showing people how to treat you by honoring that time for yourself. If you don't value that time or if you're always fine with moving it or booking over it, people aren't going to respect that. And again, you're showing them how what's okay with you. And so I love that you honor those. And I love that, you know, you have just straight up do not book. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. Like you is do not book me during this time. And you show up for that as a meeting with yourself, you know? So you always think of like, oh, I have this meeting. I can't let this other person down. Well, you have this meeting with yourself and you can't let yourself down either.
1: 100%. And I have also told my team that those are the days that I'm unavailable from 12 to 1. So if it is urgent, I am not near my phone. You might have to go to someone else or you can wait until I'm done at 1 and I will be available to you the rest of the
0: day. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, I love the transparency in that because you're showing your team, again, you know, what your own boundaries, but you're also making, you're also showing them that it's okay for them to do those same things and not just it's okay, it's encouraged for them to do those same things as well. I guarantee every single person on your team knows how much you love jujitsu, knows how much you love your kids, you know, all of those things that you prioritize because you're transparent with them. And, you know, that encourages them to find the things that they love and, and bring those things into their day as well.
1: Absolutely. And I am the first person when I hear them getting burnout to say, hey, you sound burnout. What can you go do? Why don't you take the afternoon? Why don't you take a day? Why don't you go take care of yourself?
0: Go do something for you? Yeah. and it's sometimes it's easier said than done, right When we're in it, like oh, I just I just gotta keep pushing. I just gotta keep pushing every single time <laughs> when I actually make myself step away and go do something else or take a walk or you know, just shut off for however long. I come back to that same thing and I can knock it out in just like a small fraction (laughs) of the time from when I was trying to work on it before.
1: Yeah. And you just said something really important. You said, even if I just go take a quick walk, this doesn't have to be if like in my mind, if it is overwhelming to think, oh my gosh, she blocks an hour twice a week and sticks to that. That's something that I've developed over time. If it is a walk, I call them my block walks. I try to take block walks every day. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes I'm booked solid. And so I'll just look at my calendar and see, okay, what call do I not need to be on Zoom for? What call can I hop on the phone and go do my block walk and still get my work done? But at least I'm outside. At least I'm moving my body. At least I'm doing something to not be locked in my office on zoom all day long. So even if you don't have a ton of time, I highly recommend figuring out little ways to just get your mind off work for a minute, go for a block walk. Even if it's five minutes, just get outside, move your body, step away. Whatever brings you joy. It might not be moving your body. I love moving my body. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And it does like, that's where to me, even the creativity comes too is in movement. Number one, I'm not taking in information at that point in time. So my brain actually has time to like, come up with ideas. But yeah, I think that 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 body movement is, is so key there. You mentioned something that I, I want to make sure that we hit on you talked about asking for help. And this is something that many of us struggle with, and we feel like we literally have to do it all. So how did that evolve for you? How has that been a game changer for you in your life? Yeah. uh, Shout
1: out to my therapist for help on this one, because it was a huge reframing that I needed to do. And when I was a new mom, to me, it was weakness to ask for help. Even worse, it was weakness to accept help that was offered because I was like, I can do it all. If they're offering, they must think that I'm weak. They must think I can't do it. And it was a big reframing in my mind. And now if someone offers help, I don't say, oh my gosh, they think I can't handle it. I say, oh my gosh, they've been there before. They know what I'm going through. Oh my gosh, they, they see that I might need a little help today this is great. They see that I'm really busy and my kids want attention. So they're going to help out. And I have gotten better even about asking because it's just a reframing in my head that actually acknowledging that I'm burning out and asking for help so that I can continue to show up in a way that I want to rather than snapping or breaking or screaming at someone because I'm flustered. That's actually strength. When I say, hey, I'm taking on too much. I'm not doing my best in any area and I don't feel good about it, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to say, hey, can you take my kids for 10 minutes? You know, I am very fortunate that I have amazing child care help. And there are times where I'm like, hey, I'm really tired today. Do you mind staying a little later and just getting through dinner for me? Just so that I can have a little break between work and being mom. We're at the Jiu-Jitsu school. Like we have an amazing community. And when we first opened the school, people would say, oh, do you want me to play with your kids for a minute? And I'd be like, uh, no, what? Like I can do this. I'm, I'm mom. Now I walk in, someone says, hey, can I play with your kids for a minute? I'm like, play with them for five. That sounds great. Take them. And I know that I have this support system. And it's not that they think that I can't do it. It's that they love me and they love my family and they want to help. And I don't get a ton of breaks between being mom and then being at work and then going right back into being mom. So I relish in those like five to 10 minutes. And it's great for my kids because then they have these strong adults in their lives and they have a great example from people other than me and their dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. What you said about reframing that because, Ooh, I just felt like exactly what you were saying when you said, (laughs) you know, accepting help or even needing help as a sign of weakness. And I can't pinpoint exactly where that comes from, but you're totally spot on in the fact that I I really do think that that's why many of us struggle with accepting help. It's that guilt. It's that I should be able to do all of this. I'm weak. If I can't, I'm weak. If they think that I need help and being able to reframe that into saying, no, actually it's a strength to be able to have that awareness, acknowledge that, and then, you know, be be willing to accept that. And I know it goes both ways, right? So when we accept help from others, we're able to to give back in other ways in different occasions as well. And one thing that I know you and I talk about a lot is thinking about things that, you know, within our day that really drain us or don't really align with our priorities. So For me, I spent years saying, I I would love to have somebody come in and clean my house. Like, I hate, hate, hate cleaning. I hate who I am when I'm cleaning. I hate the pressure I put on the rest of the household to get their stuff cleaned up. But I was like, it's just not in the budget. We can't afford it. And one year when I was doing my intentions for the year, I said, you know what? I, I find ways in the budget for lots of things all the time. So if this is really going to help give me some time, sanity, and energy back to be able to put into my family, why don't I just prioritize that? I put that in the budget, and now I don't even notice it anymore. (laughs) So what are some of those
1: examples for you? Oh, yes. I hate cooking for my family. I love cooking for my family when I have time. So I shouldn't generalize it like that. But during the week, I do not have time. I am... Coaching some nights, my husband is coaching every other night that I'm not. So I am alone with the kids a lot. I get off work. I only have two to two and a half hours before bedtime because my kids are young. And I just hated that I was spending any of that time trying to cook. Then I was honest, I had so much guilt because half the time I'd be like, cool, it's going to be a frozen pizza or some tacos because I can make that quick. It got to the point where my kids stopped liking pizza. I fed my kids pizza so much they started being like, "I don't like pizza." Said no kid ever. So, <laughs> I I wanted a chef. I wanted someone to help me. I wanted someone to cook us meals for the week. It also, you know, we talk about jujitsu a lot in my workouts that I plan during the week. I'm we are very health conscious people, and I wasn't feeling good about giving my kids. And myself, all of this junk. Half the time, I was skipping lunch just because I didn't want to go make something in the kitchen. So I was really nervous about that. Like you, I was like, "How do I fit this in my budget? Like, what does a chef cost?" But I found someone, and she's phenomenal, and she cooks clean food for us. And it, when I looked at the numbers, it was actually just swapping out our grocery bill each week. And so now I have that help. Now it takes me 10 minutes. I have healthy food on the plate for me and my kids. We eat together and then we get to go have fun instead of me being stressed about what am I going to cook? Now I have to spend an hour in the kitchen, have to get dinner on the table in time. So we have enough time for bedtime. So that's been the biggest one for me. That was a game changer. I just did not bring me joy. So I needed a solution.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I I love those two examples because they're two totally different things for each one of us. And I think that, you know, just really showing that there are some things that you want to prioritize. So really go all in on those things and then find out what are the things that are really draining you and draining your energy and your time throughout the day. And how can, how can you get some help with some of those things? So Perfect. Okay. So before we wrap up, Jess, if someone's listening and they're just completely resonating with your story, they're in that spot of, you know, just really struggling to show up as all of the things that we've mentioned so far, what final piece of advice would you love to leave them with?
1: Start small.
0: It's overwhelming. If you look
1: at everything and you say, I have zero time I have zero time already in my day. I cannot add one more thing. Start small. And I would say starting small is sitting down and writing out what are your priorities? What do you want from your day to day for yourself? I put it first this time for yourself, for your family, for your career. What do you want in all those areas? And then look for little ways to ask for help. It is not weakness. It is strength. To ask for help. So find things that don't bring you joy. And maybe that's a cleaning lady, maybe that's hiring someone to cook for you, whatever it is, prioritize those things so that you can find your joy in the things that you really care about. And then find time for yourself. This is the hardest thing for working moms. So even if it is a block walk and it is five minutes, even if it is one night a month, I'm going to get a sitter and just go. Eat dinner by myself and read a book. I don't know if anyone else loves that, but like a glass of wine, a good dinner, and a book is like perfect for me. So go do that for yourself once a month. Doesn't have to be all the time, doesn't have to be weekly. Just start small.
0: Yes. Yes. That's perfect. So, Jess, where can our listeners find you if they love this conversation and want to connect with you? Yeah.
1: Uh, Jessica Bookman. On LinkedIn, I would love to connect with everyone there. Feel free to send me a message if you have any questions or want to connect. Also, if you are at all interested in jujitsu, our jujitsu school is on
0: Instagram at GBDrippingSpringsTX. And we will, I will link all of this in the show notes. So, and I highly encourage you guys to follow that jujitsu school on Instagram. They post the most amazing content. It's just so much fun. I don't live in Austin and I don't do do jujitsu, but I absolutely (laughs) love watching all of that on Instagram. So Jess, thank you so much. Thank you for being real and honest and just being you. Uh, I, I know that I resonated with so much of what you said today and I'm sure others will as well. So thank you. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you would like to continue the conversation, connect with me on Instagram and say hello. You can find me at Amanda Riffey underscore coaching. In the meantime, if you know you are ready to say yes to yourself, and find an incredible support system of other female business leaders just like you, then visit my website at acrprofessionalcoaching.com or send me a DM on Instagram to find out more about the Leadership Legacy Circle enrolling now. This program is a two-month exclusive and transformative group coaching and learning experience that will allow you to feel so aligned in leadership while creating fantastic results at both work and at home. Don't wait. The next group is beginning soon. Chat with you again later.